Welcome to the Ultra Working Podcast. I'm Sebastian Marshall. I'm the CEO over here. And I'd like to help illuminate, clarify a little bit of concept today that people talk about. This comes up quite frequently in business, but it comes up in all sorts of organizations. You know, you can certainly see this coming up in the nonprofit world, in academia, um, in the medical world and things like that, which is, you know, on the quote unquote creation of processes, right? So, you know, usually when, when people start doing anything, they, they start in kind of an ad hoc way. They, uh, you know, they just do whatever and see what works and whatever. And then at some point they realize, hey, like there's a better way or a worse way to do this, right? So if you start a, you know, small business in your garage, start up in your garage or small business with, with your buddy, yeah, you know, you do whatever with the receipts, you know, maybe you keep paper receipts if you still do that and you just throw them in a shoebox. Historically, that's how it happened. Maybe your, your friend enters them into an app like Splitwise to put the expenses there. Maybe one of you gets a dedicated credit card that you only use for the expenses and put them on there, like whatever. You know, it starts in a very ad hoc way. And then eventually you say, hey, let's like have a single way to do this. Let's, let's deal with all of our receipts the same way every single time. When it comes tax time, we'll be in good shape if we do that. That's cool. That's really good. People often refer to that as creating a process. And sometimes they say, let's create an SOP, standard operating procedure or standard operating process, right? Let's create a process, people will say. And I would just like to point out, because I think this is actually really important, that there's a big difference between process and documentation. Okay? There's a big difference between process and documentation. So I think this super applies if you're in a leadership role or an operations role on any sort of team. Um, and, and this might also be informative for you as an individual, if not. Um, but this is going to be most useful for people that are team leaders or doing some more operations or management type stuff. Here's what I, what, what, what I have to say on the topic. Processes are already happening. There are a near infinite number of processes on planet Earth. Some of them humans got nothing to do with. There's all kinds of processes happening in biology and physics and stuff. So all kinds of things unfolding all the time. And there's also all kinds of human processes already happening. You, dear listener, you have a process for taking a shower. Right? You have a process for taking a shower. You probably don't have a documented process. You probably don't have a standard operating procedure for taking a shower. But, you know, most people either... Put on the soap first or put in the shampoo first. Some people put the shampoo on, then like leave it in their hair so their hair gets more uh, luxuriously uh, infused with the shampoo or something and then soap while they're doing it, right? You probably have a process for putting on your shoes. You probably in a standard way, either put on the left shoe first or the right shoe. And you probably, when you lace, you know, a standard pair of shoes with shoelaces, you probably tie them one hand over the other every single way. And you probably tie the same knot every single time. A little bit of variance from time to time, but it's probably like that. You either probably put your left shoe on first or your right shoe on first, right? You probably either tie your left shoe or your right shoe first, right? So you already have a process for putting on your shoes. You have a process for taking a shower, right? Um, you have a process for all sorts of things. You don't have documentation for those. 
And this is where I think people get in trouble. They say, hey, we want a standard way to do things. We always want to do bookkeeping, keeping expenses the same way every single time. We always want to keep, you know, we want to do marketing the same way every single week. Um, we always want to, you know, I mean, really anything, if there's anything you ever want to standardize that you'd like to have happen the same way every single time, let's have the same meeting every single week, right? If you have a weekly meeting, just like for lunch with somebody on Thursday, and you have lunch with them every single time, you have a process. And like, how do you choose a restaurant? Well, same restaurant every single time is a process. We're going to text each other sometime earlier in the week and choose a restaurant is a process. Uh, you always choose a process. They always choose a process. A process is something that, that, that happens more than one time, you know, on, on kind of an ongoing basis, right? So here's where I think people get into trouble. They want to have something better happen. And so they say, let's create documentation. Let's document this, right? When they say, let's create a process, usually they mean let's create documentation. Documentation is a written or visual or multimedia description of how a process um, either has run in the past or how you would like it to run, the ideal way for a process to run, right? So, um, you know, every now and then you see like a joking online thing of like how to take a shower. One, turn water on. Two, make sure water is not too hot, but not too cold. You know, three, step into water. Four, you know, like, right? Um, so that would be like documentation, right? So I like to bring up a bunch of points that I think are really relevant. The first one is that, yo, documentation is like maybe part of the battle, but it's not all of the battle, right? Because people actually need to look at it. It needs to make sense. They need to adopt it and it needs to get updated. Right. So if you actually want to make a process improvement, a lot of times when someone says we want to create a process. Right. What they want, what they actually want is a process improvement because process already exists. Right. If you're if you're getting expenses for something you're doing, you have a process for what you do with them, like erratically doing nothing with them until tax time and then kind of trying to remember and get some of them recorded is a process. It's like not a good process, but it's a process. Right. So. Usually what people want is they want a process improvement. They want to create a process. They want to improve a process. I, I hope I don't come across like I'm being pedantic because I think it actually changes a little bit how you think about this and especially how you um, teach and share about this with people that are a little more junior, right? So when a process is already happening, no matter how bad you want to either improve the process or standardize the process or formalize the process, let's say. But if you want the process to improve, get better. It's not just documentation, it's documentation, but it also might be some, some other types of systems. It's training, it's socializing the material um, throughout with other people. It's double checking that people get it and understand it. A lot more goes into it than documentation. I see this, I see young people like on an ops kick who are very organized and very conscientious, who are like amazing people. Like, I'm gonna help other people out. I'm gonna write down exactly how to do this and then they're gonna do it and their lives will be better. And then they like, don't do it and their lives aren't better. And they're like, why? And it's like, yeah, cause it's a little more complex than that. People are humans. And you know, if you're a hyper-organized, hyper-conscientious person, not everybody is. In fact, I'm not maximally hyper-organized and conscientious. A lot of people that actually are good at kind of inventing and building really advanced systems around the stuff aren't. The super organized people don't necessarily need them. They do this stuff correctly intuitively. So I've had to build up a, a tool set to, to keep myself as, as organized as I want to be. Um, so when you say, let's create a process, be careful. 
you probably a process already exists. You really want, hey, let's improve this process and document it. Is a more precise way to talk about it. But then let's let's think about documentation a little more. All right. So documentation first is never accurate, and second, it's always going out of date. Documentation is never accurate, and it's always going out of date. Um, why is documentation never accurate? The assumptions as to what needs to be documented and the edge cases and the little workarounds and the implicit stuff, it, it, it can't all go in there, right? It can't all go in there, right? Like, think about if you had a process for taking a shower, right? And you try to document it, right? There would be some edge cases that are incomplete. The most you could do to try to make it complete is you could say, and if all goes bad, use my best discretion. Let me throw a few things out there that, that, that happen occasionally and erratically when you take a shower. Every now and then, sometimes depending on what city you're in, there will be some junk with the city's water supply or with your pipes. And you will turn the shower on and the water will come out as a like really, really funky color. Now, that might be like harmless. It might be just like a little coloring, but it might be like not. So you will then, you know, kind of be standing there. You probably have, uh, you know, already disrobed. And you're kind of standing there like, well, darn it. I got some really very muddy looking nasty water coming out of that. I'm going to turn this thing off now. That probably wouldn't wind up if you were writing a how to take a shower process that probably wouldn't wind up in there because it happens so infrequently, right? Another one, what do you do if the water turns off mid-shower or if it gets cold mid-shower, right? Um, what do you do if you realize that your towel is starting to just get a little bit worn out and you need a new towel. You probably realize that around the time you're taking a shower, that probably wouldn't get into the process because it happens like what? No more than once a year, less than once a year, right? Um, there's a million edge cases, a middle, million little things, not a million, but a lot for any given thing that are just like little things that can be worked around. And that's even if you faithfully document things. A lot of times people are just kind of implicit. People just know how to deal with things. Um, and a lot of times there's a bit of a, I don't know how to put it. It's almost like a, a jurisdictional issue. I don't know how else to phrase it between, do you notice that you're running low on soap or shampoo while you shower and then add that to your shopping list or your Amazon order or whatever, or do you occasionally sweep your household for everything that you need, or do you just like buy in bulk often and just always have an oversupply? So you see that the like stock up on soap and shampoo could be triggered while taking a shower. If the soap and shampoo is getting down, could be on a sweep the house to buy efficiently the supplies I need, or you could just stay overstocked on all of it and always have a little more than you need. Any of those would be fine, right? So there's a bit of a judgment call as to does running out of soap and shampoo actually get handled by the shower process or does that get handled somewhere else? And, you know, the same is true. Um, you know, the same is true in, in business and nonprofit organizations and academia and all sorts of places. There's a, you know, a variety of ways to, to document things. And sometimes, right? Something will wind up documented differently in two different places, potentially at two different times. Um, and documentation is always going out of date. You know, the place I'm staying right now, I went into the elevator and there's um, all kinds of uh, uh, COVID, COVID regulations 
Um, and I'm seeing these around businesses too. Um, you know, I just walked into a, a, a fast food store and it said, you have to uh, show your vaccination card um, to come to the store. They're not checking them anymore. That was put up a long time ago and nobody's put it down. So that's documenting a rule. You got to show a vaccination card and uh, that's not being enforced or used anymore in this uh, local local area. There was a vaccinated restaurant policy and they, they gave up on that or the COVID battle got won or whatever, but that's not, it's not enforced anymore. Right. So this is like that little flyer poster, whatever taped to the door is like documentation that's out of date. Now I'm going to be surprised at how, how common this is, you know, um, you know, sometimes, a you know, even a major, major government will have their, you know, how to get a visa, uh, paperwork on the website will be out of date. You show up at the consulate. It's happened one time when I was applying for a visa. Show up at the consulate. Like, oh, I'm sorry. That's like a year ago's form. I'm like, it's from your web. Very politely. It's from your website. Well, yeah, we don't care. It's the wrong one. I don't make the website. <laughs> Fill this one out. It's like almost the same, but a little bit different. I'll just, okay, I'm going to go over there and fill this out. You know, thank you. Um, so documentation is always going out of date and that's the nature of things. In fact, that's an argument sometimes for not over-documenting things. Sometimes you document things, but you don't have anyone maintaining the documentation. That's a big headache, but that's a complicated topic. In general, documentation is not bad, but like sometimes wrong documentation can, can do some damage and you know, there's ways around that. But zooming way out, um, biggest takeaway, it's kind of like the, 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 the one-on-one level takeaway here, right? is there's a difference between process and documentation. Processes exist all over the place, right? And I think it's worth being careful when you talk just a little bit about saying, do we want to improve this process or do we want to standardize this process, right? And is documentation a useful tool to do that? Because you can have a process improvement without documenting. You can get together with your friend and you can agree that you know, we're all going to put our expenses on one credit card from now on. And then we'll use, and we won't put anything else on that credit card. And that will be the register of all of the expenses. You don't need to document that. You don't need to write that down anywhere, right? You don't need to put that in the policy manual. If you just started out, you just do it. And now you've improved the process, right? You've improved the process without documenting it. And that is perfectly fine, right? Um, so I think it's worth asking, are we doing this process? Is this going correctly? Is this going the way we want? Like a significant amount of the time, but sometimes we do it a different way or a wrong way or a less good way. In which case you want to standardize the process. You want to take one of the ways that exists and you want to just do it that way every single time. Documentation can be very helpful for that, right? Documentation can be very helpful for that. That's fairly straightforward. If you want to improve the process, if you don't really like the results or you speculate it could be faster, easier, better, higher yield, more enjoyable? Well, process improvement um, might involve a documentation and really sitting and working on every element of it. Very well could. Um, but that's a little trickier. There's an experimentation component to that. Um, writing documentation about a speculative new process that hasn't been tried before is very dangerous, actually. Um, it can work um, sometimes. Right. But it can also go badly. So you might have to do some projects, some experiments and then document later, standardized later once you've kind of discovered the right way to do it um, and kind of battle tested. So the one on one level conclusion here is first off, just separate in your mind process and documentation. 
Just because something's written down doesn't mean it's actually happening, right? You have some documentation, people are doing something else. The documentation is not the process, the process is whatever people are actually doing. That's just true, right? Um, and documenting a process doesn't, or you know, writing down a standardized way of doing it, does not mean it will happen that way. The process is whatever is happening, right? And then documentation is a useful tool for either standardizing processes, pretty good tool there, sometimes for process improvement very often, not necessarily always, and not necessarily the only tool in the toolbox. Um, and there you go. Um, I recommend instead of create a process, let's create a process for this. I, I recommend you choose between let's improve the process, standardize the process, or document the process as verbs. I think create a process is, unless you've literally never done the thing before and you want to initialize a new process that hasn't existed, you know, for you and, and or your organization, I, I think that's a bit of a misnomer. I know I'm not, I know what people mean when they say it because that's how people normally talk about it. So I'm not like a dummy and I'm not going to necessarily point this out in conversation if it's an inopportune moment, right? I'm not going to be pedantic necessarily in conversation, but in thinking, and certainly if anyone is, is on my team, I want them to think about it correctly, that standardizing, we're doing this thing many different ways and we want to do it just one way. Um, a process, improving a process, like, hmm, there's like 18 steps here. And if we were like tightened it up and streamlined it, we could be like six steps and that'd be better, right? We're documenting, let's write down how we do this or let's shoot a little video or uh, take some screenshots or images of how we do this every single time. These are all different things. Um, and they do different things and they work in different ways. Create a process is, you usually won't hear me say that that way because probably a process already exists and we want to either improve it, standardize it or document it. Um, so I encourage you to think about adopting that language. The language is like, whatever. Everybody knows what everybody means when they say create a process usually, right? But the thinking about it that way, the documentation is not the process and the process is not the documentation. Documentation is a tool that can be useful for standardization or improvement. Isn't always useful, doesn't always work, is always going out of date, is never quite entirely comprehensive and is very often slightly inaccurate. Um, I think is a very, uh, slightly more elevated way to think about it. And these are, I know I'm saying this all pretty matter-of-factly and it sounds pretty logical. These were like lessons learned the hard way. I guess I could have started the show that way and gone through some of those, but we're already wrapping up. But this is like learned the hard way stuff. The documentation is not the process. The process isn't the documentation. The documentation is a really useful tool, um, potentially for standardization, potentially for making improvements. Um, so I encourage you to think about that, update your vocabulary accordingly, but especially update your thinking. The, the way you talk about it is less important, but the way you think about it, I think, is of critical um, importance if you want to standardize or improve processes or document them. As always, appreciate you listening to the Ultra Working Podcast. Thank you and be well.